Welcome to Backyard Boards and Beer, a rink building podcast. We are in no means authorities on rink building, but the three of us have a ton of experience with our completely different rink setups. Consider us your outdoor rink therapists, so grab a beer and let's get into it. We are coming out of the warm stretch here in Wisconsin. The yeah. heat wave in winter. The heat wave in winter that no one predicted. Yeah, except Rob Haswell. Except Rob Haswell. Yep. And I, <laughs> the two-time Emmy Award winner. You know, we have a guest on the show tonight, another two-time Emmy Award winner. Mike, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hey guys, I'm uh, Mike Luce. I'm uh, the owner, operator. Um, producer. Producer of, of this fine, <laughs> fine piece of work. And uh, yeah, I, I own Barbecue Supply Company. So these guys needed a place to hang out, talk about uh, ODRs and drink beer and... Uh, yeah, I, it's winter in Wisconsin, so it's it's kind of slow goings with the barbecue and real hot with the ODR, so seemed like a perfect fit. Absolutely. It's a great store, by the way. If you've never been, you got to check it out. Oh, thank Amazing you. Amazing selection of grills, spices, sauces, the pizza ovens. My eyes on the pizza oven, i got to be honest with you. Yeah, right on. They're, they're hugely popular right now. Yeah. Like it's, it, everyone's familiar with them, right? So even people that come in here really don't know that much about barbecue. They see a pizza oven, they're like... Yeah, yeah, let's have some fun with that. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, Eric? You ever make a pizza in the backyard? I do. We during during COVID, we bought the Weber grill attachment for a pizza oven. And now Maggie says we will never make pizza inside again. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that pizza oven. I mean it, you you fire that up, that pizza stone gets hot. You make a pizza in three four minutes. That's incredible, and the smell—I can—I can smell it right now in this room. I feel like I—the sense that must be the, to be there by the pizza cooking outside. Yeah, I mean, well, that's live fire cooking in general, right? I yeah. mean, food over any sort of live fire, whether it's pellets or charcoal, it's always going to smell to me, taste better than something that you know, you're you're not. <laughs> the joke is like, taste the meat, not the heat. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. Propane. Don't get me wrong. Propane certainly has its place, but. There's something a little bit extra, a little bit, uh, I don't know, for me, it's a little bit more primal, you know, yeah, a little yeah. bit more caveman. So, yeah, when you're do- cooking live fire, it, it, it ups, ups the food game a little bit more. So you really, don't, you really don't get directions when you get a pizza oven? Yeah. Like when I got it, I didn't know Mike. And so I just bought an oven, we attached it to the Weber grill, and we made a pizza. So we threw the first one, and we're like, well, we're going to make a cheese pizza to start. It like stuck to the bottom of the thing because we didn't heat up that stone hot enough. Mm. I like it. I was so angry. I wanted to just throw the pizza into the yard. And, and Maggie's like, <laughs> just, just, just fold it over, you know, fold it over. And Make a pizza pocket. Made a pizza. It's it, a calzone. We, it's a calzone. It was a yeah. calzone. We were on a calzone. So I was like, oh my God, best thing ever. And then second pizza, even better. And now they're good. Yeah. I mean, that's everyone's first experience, right? There is a learning curve, right? There it's, is. It's, it's the launch, it's the rotation, and it's the getting it pulled at the, at the appropriate times. Mm-hmm. And that only comes with time and experience. Yeah. You, you, no, one, no one, no matter how well you, know, you, you study YouTube videos, uh, actually building the pizza on the peel or sliding the peel on once it's built, it's a skill in on itself. Can you explain a peel to the people that don't know? Yeah, yeah. So the peel is going to be, um, it's either like a perforated piece of metal or it's the wood board that you kind of flour, and uh, that's what you put the pizza on 
when you're actually throwing it into whatever oven. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if it, if you're doing, uh, if you're doing like the cheap, uh, frozen pizzas, that's usually a piece of cardboard. It's considered a peel. <laughs> you mean a $6 pizza is not delicious? Come on now. Come on, come on. Listen, uh, I, you know, I hate to say it. I hate to, you know, really pimp the store, but eh, enough seasonings. It's all <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, they're all good with seasoning. <laughs> I mean, that, that piece of cardboard is really good if you throw enough stuff on it. Uh, true, what, true. What, what about, you know, for people, anyone can order a pizza through delivery, right? You're outside with your friends, your, the, your friends, their kids. You're outside having like a backyard thing. What about using one of these pizza ovens in the winter? Like it's 20 degrees outside. Is it reasonable to be cooking pizzas on one of these things out? Yeah, the rink? yeah, absolutely. Um, again, a couple couple factors. You uh, When it's colder outside, you want to be really delicate about how you warm up the pizza oven, right? If you go full blast, going from really cold to really hot, uh, there's a chance that you're going to damage some things. Most likely you're going to crack the, the stone that's in most pizza ovens. If you bring it up gradually, like anything else, it's going to help out immensely. Um, but we were talking earlier about uh, what style of pizza you want to cook, too. I mean, really, the Unis and the the Gosnies, kind of these portable pizza ovens that are coming coming more into favor, those are geared more towards uh, really quick Neapolitan-style cooking. So you're talking about probably 800 degrees, um, wow. two, two minutes in and out. If that's the style of pizza that you want to do, you can rip those off really fast. So what we do is we'll have friends and family over, uh, make dough, give everyone a dough, let them load up whatever toppings they want, and then, you know, at two minutes of pie, no one's really waiting for anything. The, the only thing you're really waiting for is for it to cool down and consume. That's, that's an awesome a, idea. That's a great build, idea. Build, build your own. What you is know? what is your warm-up time uh, your, your preheat, quote-unquote? Yeah, I mean, it can go anywhere from, like, half hour to 45 minutes to really an hour depending on how gently you bring up that temperature are you are you talking straight wood fired or wood yeah. fired and gas or I, if it if you're doing wood it's going to take considerably longer okay and again it, it depends on what kind of fire brick you're, you're warming up to unis traditionally you can do them really quickly the downside of it is that uh once you put a pizza on top It'll soak the heat from that pizza stone, and then you have to recharge that brick before you throw on another one. That's another point I didn't even consider. I would have been just throwing pies one after the other. <laughs> yeah, and I mean you can do that, but they'll get considerably more doughy. Yeah, yeah, on the no bottom. Yeah. yeah, I still like the idea of of make your own. How many times when you order pizza and there's ten people? All right, what does what does everybody want to eat? Yeah, black mm -hmm. olives, no pepperoni, this that. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. If you get one of these things, you just. Uh, and it, and it turns into a social thing, too. So yeah. we'll try everyone's and say, like, oh, man, that was really good. Like, shit, there's is better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you're going you're gonna to win. You're going to win the day if you have the kids over to skate and make your own pieces. Oh, it's, that's, that's, that's a way overachiever, which I am not on these <laughs> things. I, I'm more of a I'm ordering pizza. We'll get a cheese, pepperoni. And, but but I, I'm not... Uh, I like barbecue, and don't get me wrong, but I'm extremely lazy when I'm not working. So, uh, but no, it's, I mean, this is a great idea to go out there and, and, and do that pizza way. It just makes, like you said, it's a social little time and something, uh, make a cool memory, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the whole idea of doing the ODRs and 
barbecuing, you know, I mean, some people barbecue by themselves and that's cool, but a lot of people do it with people, you know. It's it's super easy to live your life inside, right? All your creature comforts are there. So you almost have to create reasons to go outside, especially when it's winter and you don't want to. Mm -hmm. ODRs, to me, are really enticing because it, I mean, it harkens back to when we were kids, right? It was, it was the skating, it was having fun. It was slapping the puck around. Barbecue has become kind of the same thing where it forces you to slow down a little bit, take some time and, you know, focus on one thing rather than, you know, like the chasing emails. The pizza oven is more of a, it's a conversation piece as it is a vessel to cook. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, it's like you go in your backyard in summer, winter, whatever it is. And you can smell what people are doing, right? If someone's yeah. having a fire, you can smell the fire. If someone's cooking some steaks, you can mm-hmm. smell the steaks. Mm-hmm. Someone's cooking a pizza, you know, whatever it may be, it makes you want to do the same thing. You know, if someone's burning leaves or whatnot, and you, first thing you look, should I burn leaves in my hair? You know, like, <laughs> am I not being a good neighbor? The answer See, is always yes. Yes. <laughs> but if somebody's cooking something out there, you, you smell that too, and then that's the first thing you go, I wonder what I got in the fridge over here. To, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, you bring up a good point, too. Pizza ovens traditionally are kind of engineered to make pizzas, but they can do a lot of stuff. Doing a steak and a cast iron in a pizza oven is phenomenal. Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all, all you really need to do is uh, get the cast iron, put it in the oven, get it ripping hot, and then you get that Maillard reaction, that, that, that crust, and then flip it baste it and then yeah you're essentially making uh, a pretty fast steak wow. in the pizza Ooh. oven my wife doesn't know this but she's getting a pizza oven for mother's day does gordon ramsay approve of it <laughs> uh yeah i mean I, I think yeah he called me up yesterday <laughs> and asked me, asked me to mention that he signs off on okay. that, that methodology <laughs> so so when you get home tonight uh the wife doesn't know you're buying one of these things eric is that no i, I think we're all coming home with one today <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I take I'll, my money. <laughs> be honest, I, I had a pizza on my way in today, so <laughs> it, it happens. Um, the other thing is, you know, the the investment for pizza ovens is pretty high, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta really see yourself using it, otherwise, it's a waste of money. If you're just getting into homemade pizzas, there's ways to do it at home, depending on what kind of pizza you make. Um, getting a pizza steel in your oven or a um, a pizza stone, getting that up to like 500, 550. That lends itself really well to making a really good pizza. So if you're going to do like a New York or a you know a D- Detroit or a deep dish style pizza, you can do that in your oven with really good results. It's just the Neapolitans that you got to crank that heat up to about 800 degrees. So to get those high temperatures in a home oven, do you have to use a broiler, or will the, the regular heating element get it up that high? No, the regular heating element will get it up that high. Um, you don't really have to use the broiler. I mean, that cheese will will start to leopard at pretty low temperatures. It's mm-hmm. just the crust, the bottom part that you really need to focus on. Okay. And that's where the pizza, steel, or stone come into play. That makes sense. And do you have to preheat those stones to get those hot? Yeah, and the steel too. I would give it like, boy, I mean, to really have it soak in probably an hour of preheat. Oh, wow. wow. At yeah. 500 degrees? At 500 degrees. Okay. I, you know, the new trend is, is really starting to be steel because it's not as fragile. And, it, you know, even if you throw a frozen pizza on it, it's not going to mm-hmm. really warp or crack or break. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're a little bit more expensive, but and you have to season them like anything else that's carbon steel, but pretty versatile, and they're going to last a lifetime. All right. I, honestly, I didn't even know that was an option. I mean, I've got a, uh, like, you know, one of those 
pizza uh, trays that's got the holes in it, the perforations that mm-hmm. the airflow can get in, and it's got the uh, the coating so that it's nonstick. But uh, yeah, it's it's good, but it's not great. But this sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like once you have like a crispy crust on the bottom, or you you know leoparding on the side is going to happen regardless. But on the bottom, that's when you're really starting to you know that's amazing dial it in. Yeah, I'm in, I'm insanely hungry right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All this talk about barbecue and pizzas, I'm like, man. We messed up. We should have brought samples down here. I know, yeah. So we yeah. could let everyone know how much we're enjoying it. Well, yeah. you burn a lot of calories on the rink, right? So, you know, it, no point in doing it if you're going to be famished at the end. Got to put fuel in the machine. So for, for those of you that don't know Eric, uh, he's been having an outdoor tournament, King of the Rink, at his house the last couple of years. And the first year that he did it, he did barbecue. He made ribs, amazing ribs. You invited people over for hockey and cooked them ribs? We did, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And and there was awards. I mean, this was first class. Yeah. Done well. During COVID. That's, you know. I give people bottles of water. (laughs) 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 And even that, sometimes I go, easy, bring your own water, right? Well, so now, so now this, this year we're, we're doing it again, but we're, we're offering chili, Mm -hmm. doing chili. But everybody's like, oh, so do you have a recipe for chili? And you're like, no, just it's it's just chili. Whatever you throw into it is fine. It's so personal. Mess, can't mess chili. Up. Do you, I mean? Do you guys have a go-to chili? I'm not a big cook. Got to be honest. I'm a big eater. But <laughs> um, you know, that's the wife makes a couple different styles of chili, and I seem to love them all. Yeah. But yeah, chili's chili to me. There's some that yeah. are better than others. You know. Yeah. I, I think chili is so subjective, right? Some people like it really spicy. Some yeah. people like it really mild. Yeah. I'm more of a mild guy. What I like to do, I take a pound of ground beef, I brown it, put in just some mild chili seasoning, uh, pop in a, a can, like 15, 16 ounces of diced tomatoes, you know, maybe a flavored diced tomato. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it's a 16 ounce can of like uh, Bush's flavored, like the some type of flavored beans, like beans and bacon. Cook mm. all that up together, and it's a real crowd pleaser for the kids because kids don't like all the onions and the chili peppers and that kind no, of stuff. So no. spe- speaking of speaking of the beans, do you leave them whole or do you like blend them up so that there's beans but the kids don't know there's beans? No, I leave them whole, and my kids seem to enjoy them, so it's what, been working. What about noodles? Are you a chili noodle guy? No, uh, no. no. I mean, I'll, I'll, those. Uh, well, I mean, you guys are, are really dancing on some sensitive topics here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we were in Texas, like, we would be shut down right now. I mean, they, they do not allow beans in their chili. I, I personally... Wait, what? Yeah, oh, yeah, you haven't heard that? No. Yeah, zero no. beans in chili. And, and it's not up for negotiation. They, they shut it down. I, I personally think beans certainly have a place in chili. They give it some body, and, you know, if, if it's running a little hot, it kind of tames the heat down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Noodles? Yeah, that's a that's a no-go, man. That's, that's, that's goulash now. Full here. pass. Yeah. Um, I, I, real quick, when, when I... Before I started cooking and became like a barbecue baron that I am, yep. uh, <laughs> a two-time Emmy award-winning barbecue baron, uh, I entered a uh, a chili contest for the first time ever, and I thought like if I put in enough Hennessy and enough tortilla <laughs> chips, it's gonna win, right? Yeah. No, dead last, oh. and it, it ended up like wallpaper paste, oh. and it tasted terrible. <laughs> so ever since then, like. Uh, chili and cornbread, like it's always the the pursuit of perfection with that. 
unobtainable, of course, but at least there's a pursuit there. Yeah, and it's something to enjoy. I'm just curious, when you got dead last on that one, were you there <laughs> serving it to people? <laughs> no, I was. Did, did you have to lie to them, be like, oh, this is horrible? Yeah. They're no, making me do it. I, I, I was at the bar, and uh, I, I walked by, and they, I, I kind of saw the look on their face and thought, yeah, this isn't anything I need to get involved with. <laughs> it's, it's much more friendly at the bar. <laughs> and, and, and not poking fun at you, but I only laugh like because I'm picturing in my head like you're sitting there, the pot's in front of you, and you're like, oh, this stuff sucks. And people come up and say, hey, how's your chili? And you're like, great. He's got the Hennessy right next to the chili pot. <laughs> no, you, you, the worst part is, and, and I have to blame my wife for this because I made her taste it. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, be careful about that admission. I'm trying to no, Tread no. lightly. I, full on, full board, <laughs> her fault. Because she lied to me the entire time. She said, oh, it's great. You, oh. you did such a good job. Such a good job. And really, she should have said, you know, throw it out. <laughs> it's not good. Listen, it tastes like booze. It's probably still flammable. <laughs> that would have been classic if someone's like, zinc, and it just lights. <laughs> I mean, with... Great and, table presence. Yeah, Hennessy's expensive, so I figured, that's yeah, got to be good, Who brought right? the flaming chili? Oh, my God. That is that is great. <laughs> just the fact that you're like, yeah, I wonder how it did. Dead last. Dead last. Dead last. Dead last. And the worst part was, uh, my buddy who entered actually took first and wouldn't shut up about it. Oh, and to this day, worst. 20 years later, he's like, hey, man, are, are we doing that chili contest again? Like, <laughs> you know what, dude? Let it go. So Let you, it go. Did you ever find out who was right above you? Who was second to last? No. Um, but I'm sure they were drinking as much as I was to drown. So we sorrow. we did back in, back in the day. We did a barbecue competition, and we were dead ass last, oh. dead last, dead last. And the team that beat us. How many teams are we talking about? Uh twenty four. We were twenty four. That last place hurts on that one. <laughs> it <laughs> does. It did. It hurt for more than one reason. Oh man, let's hear it. The team that beat us came back from the bars. At two in the morning, they were so drunk, didn't know how to start their smokers. <laughs> they had to pull the directions out. That's the team that beat us. Wow. Wow, that hurt even more than I thought it should. It, oh, it, <laughs> in our first, yeah, it, yeah, we lost to a team that... Paint by numbers barbecue? Paint by numbers barbecue beat us. <laughs> what, was it good, though? I mean, did you think it was good? Ours? Yeah. We had no idea what we were doing. No, but was it edible? Oh, yeah, no, we ate it. I mean, you didn't oh. cremate it or... Oh, no, it was... I mean, we had so many issues. Like, we we would cook, like, because if Emeril Lagasse told us it was good, we cooked it. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, judges did not agree. You know, but that's uh, that's where you go to all these competitions. I've gone to chili competitions just to eat the yeah. food. And wing... I, I, I'm a wing guy, so I, I've gone to wing competitions with no no intention of cooking, just eating the wings. And some of the times they crown the champions, and I've tried those wings, and I'm like, that is not a delicious sauce. How did you win first place in this? You know. So Anthony, are you when you go when you go for wings? Are you going dry rub or sauce? Oh, I gotta sauce them up. I I, I need I need that flavor of some sauce. I can't a Cajun rub. I can do if it's done right on a fresh wing. Yeah. But you know, we go to a lot of places now with cost or whatnot, uh, and they use frozen wings. I'm not, I'm not bashing anyone that uses frozen wings. I, you got to do what's best for you. I just don't like that. I like that sauce. I like that that if I can taste the charcoal or the the grill a little bit. Um, but the dry rub, no, it's just not my style. Again, and, and that's why you go to these wing competitions. And just my liking, I look who gets first, second, and third. I'm like, 
I didn't have any of those in the top three. <laughs> how, how did all three of them get in there? You know, Jimmy, what's your stance on wings? It depends on the wing, but generally speaking, uh, this is an unpopular opinion. Boneless. <laughs> boneless right. wing. You're out. You're boneless. out. You're out. <laughs> no, McDonald's. Boneless with sauce. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's has some great ones. I don't know if you've tried those. Those boneless, <laughs> boneless wings. Mike what, Mike, what about you on wings? Uh, you know, it, it's kind of unconventional, but I like a breaded sauced wing. But it's Ooh, gotta oh. be it's gotta be just right. You know, if it's soggy, no go. If it's uh if it's too hard, no go. So what's your what is your sauce right now in the store if you had to grab one bottle off the shelf <sighs> to make wings tonight? Before he answers that, what is the name of the sauce I took home last week? Sorry, I don't remember it off the top of my, or two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, it's the sweetest jerk. That sauce is amazing if you're looking for a sauce, and I'm not just you know, trying to throw a plug in here, but I am throwing a plug in here. <laughs> I had it, and that sauce was delicious. And the 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 place that I work, we're we're trying to see if we can put that in there. It's uh, it was delicious. Oh, right on. And man. it's not a shameless plug, but it is just a plug. <laughs> man. And where could we possibly find those in the future? What those wings? <laughs> oh, well, I'd kill his bleachers, of course. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, it, you try a lot of different sauces and you go a lot of different places and you're like, oh, that's good. That's good. Then you try some sauces and either, if you don't work at a restaurant, you're like, oh, I got to get this and bring it home, right? Like, I need this sauce. And then you go to some of the restaurants, like, it's a secret sauce. And you're like, oh, just <laughs> put it in a bottle and give it to me, all right? I won't tell anybody. Well, the weird thing is, like, there's so many good sauces out there and, and kitchens tend to want to make their own. It's yeah. like... Let someone else do that heavy lifting. Like your time could be better served doing something else rather than come up with a sauce. That is true. And what is your favorite sauce here? I kind of jumped you there. You know, it, it depends on the day, but Today. really Blues Hog Raspberry Chipotle is something totally different and it there's it's so versatile. Oh, Eric, well, you've had it. What do you think? That's what I'll be buying tonight. I do, I do enjoy that. Uh, I think it's very versatile. I, I like it on pork as well as chicken. Oh, yeah. It, it's a game changer. It is. It'll, it is. it'll transform a pulled mm-hmm. pork sandwich into something really nice. But throwing that on like a, a smoked cream cheese oh, yes. or wings, uh, it's solid. It's really solid. I've been using a lot of these sauces on, on jalapeno poppers. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of the stuff, especially in barbecue, tends to be salty. So if you can offset that salt with a little bit of sweet, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're doing well. Yeah, they don't, they don't allow me in the kitchen at work <laughs> all that much. <laughs> Somehow I, I, I cost us more money on everything I'm eating in there. Apparently you're not supposed to do that. Is that not allowed? Oh, man. I had no idea. But yeah, all those competitions, all those wings, you know, depending on what kind of sauce you like. I mean, how many times do you really get a sauce that you're like, hmm, that's good. But then when you find that sauce, typically it's tough to find again. I don't, I don't know how that works. Well, right. I think we're, we're all sort of institutionalized, right? We, we grew up with Heinz 57 or just a ketchup. And then when you start going beyond that, then it's maybe Sweet Baby Ray's, right? That's yes. the one everyone yes. had, and you're like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Once you try some other stuff uh, that's been in competitions, that's been judged and refined and isn't like big corporate made and it's actually uh, scrutinized to the point of perfection, then it's like Dorothy singing in color at the Wizard of Oz. Like, what is it's, it? it's like when you when you go out of town, you always go to the store and you're like, what is the local sauce that I can't get at home? Because yeah. that's what I want to I want to buy and bring and bring it back home. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, we did that at um, we went down to uh, Texas. We we're in Dallas. So trying their barbecues down there and just like asking questions because <laughs> like, it's a big barbecue community, yeah. you know, one of their things. I'm like, hey, what's what's in this one? And 
It's like if I asked them to marry me. They're, they're, <laughs> like, well, were you on a knee when you asked them? <laughs> I should have been. I will marry you. Tell me what's in this sauce. Uh, yeah, well, and that's the other thing. Texas, not really big into sauce. You know, their mo- motto is like, if it needs sauce, it's not good. Like, like bad barbecue is covered up by a good sauce. Mm. But again, you know, there's not a lot of ODRs in Texas, so I feel like I'm going to be okay talking was, about you know, this. I was thinking two strikes against Texas here. <laughs> there's going to be two Texas people that will no longer listen to us. <laughs> we just want to apologize. We still love you. We're now, now we're down to 38 people. So, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, barbecue is so regional that like everyone, and, and I it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome. Like we we all grew up with one Chinese restaurant that we love, right? And it's it's the one in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Everything else is is uh, compared to that one. I think barbecue is the same way. Like wherever you grew up, whether it's a mustard sauce in Carolina or if it's a vinegar pepper sauce in Texas, that's that's the king of the of the roost. I you know I think Wisconsin itself is starting to really come into its own, and it's it, they lend themselves to or seem to enjoy sweeter sauces more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, you go, you know, go to the chain companies that do wings or whatnot, and you can just list down their sauces of thirty-two different sauces. It pretty much just goes from mild to super hot, right? Yep. Yeah. And they put some zing in between it. But you go to these places that aren't chain, that are homemade, or you know, as singles like this place, or or smaller barbecue places. I feel like you get a better deal there, or or a better not maybe not a better deal. It might be a little more expensive, but. Uh, Better tasting stuff. Like yeah. everyone, you know, the BW3s. Everyone loves it, right? But it's you know exactly what you get. You know what you, you know what you're getting at BW3s. And a lot of these places where their wings list twenty sauces, but even if you get like four from the top, you're like, man, I'm disappointed. Mm. I feel like those big big places with all the sauces, it's just a disappointing failure. Yeah, there's a place downtown across from. Uh, the convention center, and I really don't remember the name of it, but we went there for lunch uh, maybe a couple months ago and gave us a plate of just deliciousness. It was ribs, corn, all, everything that are all overall barbecue you can make. And they gave us all the sauces, and uh, there might have been a couple uh, backyard beers involved in it. So I don't remember <laughs> um, the sauces at all. And then the next day, uh, me and my partner that went down there, he goes, what were the sauces we had? Did we did we buy any of them? I'm like, we ate them. And it was delicious, <laughs> you know? And that's what you want out of a barbecue, because you go to a barbecue that's bad, mm-hmm. and you will never forget it, right? No. Yeah. It's just I'll never go to that place. Just like, hit the sauce here. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing I, I got to buy another one of those bottles, because I'm, I'm done with it, you know? Right on. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up for tonight. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me on, boys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for yeah. joining. Thanks for helping us out. Yeah. And again, remember the place we're talking about is Barbecue Supply Company. Uh, website is bbqsc.com. Well, thank you. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to get off so Jimmy can uh, buy his pizza oven. <laughs> and then we'll uh, get You as well. Up. You as well. I already texted your wife. She said, absolutely not. I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's a two for one deal. So yeah. well, you know. yeah, absolutely not. Sounds like a green light to me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I take it as a challenge. When my wife says, absolutely not, I'm like, mm, I'm going to see how I can do this one. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, the kiddos, kiddos are going to love making their own pizzas after their oh, own skin. So. Yeah. Anything they can get dirty making food and eat it, they'll be in love with it. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm Eric. Anthony. It's Jim. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm, I'm Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. And thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>